It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. Lose or winning, I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. All right, shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for joining for for this episode of the Sports Coma. And listen, man, we got a very special guest tuning in to uh to do the Saints versus the Patriots preview show. And this uh, uh this man is very accomplished, Mr. Christopher Price. Uh, he's been covering the Patriots for 19 seasons. The man has seen a lot. <laughs> I know he's seen a lot, and he's also podcasting for the believe network the believe in patriots mr christopher price welcome to the show sir my pleasure big q how you doing tonight uh pretty good you know i hopefully we'll see if we can get something going in terms of uh having an exciting football game up there in new england i know bill belichick is one of these guys man he's one of the greatest coaches that ever do it and every time even though the patriots are struggling right now we i'm always very leery we have to go to ball, uh, I say Boston to New England to be able to take on the Pats, man. So, you know, I, I'm just just nervous about that. But like, let's lead into it, uh, Christopher. Let's talk about the matchup here. I know you guys lost the, to the Dallas Cowboys last Sunday. It was kind of a blog game. You end up benching your quarterback. But uh, kind of speak to me about some of the ills that the Patriots have been going through. You guys are what one and three right now. Kind of speak yeah. about some ills and and what you believe the fault to be uh in uh, some of the lack of success big q one of the things that i've always maintained when it comes to covering the patriots over the years 
is that I don't want to get too caught up in hyperbole. I always say, look, it's never as good as you think it is. It's never as bad as you think it is. The truth, for me, always lies somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I will say this. Last Sunday, that was as bad as I've ever seen it for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. 38-3, to you know, a, a nationally televised game, a 425 game on a big stage like that. That was embarrassing. It was. It was embarrassing for the Patriots. And I'm going to be fascinated to see how they respond this week against the Saints. They lose two of their best defensive players to injury, Christian Gonzalez and Matthew Judon. Mac Jones has a horrible experience, ends up getting benched, although Bill says right now he's still the starter. That's still up in the air, really, at this point between now and Sunday. I think he's going to be the starter, but we'll see when we get a chance to get a practice peak tomorrow down in Foxborough. So a lot of questions at this point for the Patriots going into this game against New Orleans. The one thing that I do know is that this sets up to be a get-right game, really, for both teams. Obviously, I'm looking at the Saints from the outside, but these are two teams that are in absolute desperate need of a victory if they want to stay in that postseason conversation. Oh, you're, you're absolutely hitting on it, Chris. Let me be honest with you. And one of the biggest question marks in terms of both of these squads is the quarterback play. Let's just let's just be honest with you. You know, the you, you see Mac Jones' numbers, not impressive. I could put Carr's numbers up there as well. Baker Mayfield is outperforming him statistically and everywhere else. So, I mean, it, that's really – a, you know, a wake-up call for us is Baker Mayfield. And a lot of people have a, oh, Baker is this and that and the third. But Baker Mayfield put on a Joe Montana-type performance against us in the Dome on a short week and kicked us into the losing category. So let's talk about some of the quarterbacks. You just alluded to Mac Jones and his play, and you mentioned Coach Belichick benching him. But knowing uh, Coach Belichick's ability has a really great skill of making these adjustments heading to this matchup. So – what do you perceive that the Patriots would try to do to try to get Mac Jones and the New England Patriots rolling again to get to the, the plus side of things? When the Patriots offense has been at its best over the first four games, they've been able to run the ball. They've been able to get a little traction on the ground. And when they've been able to do that, that's opened some things up when it comes to play action. They were able to execute it very successfully against the Jets, not so much in their first two games, but when this offense has been at its best, They've been running, they've been getting three, four, five yards a clip, and then they build into play action at some point in the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And really, that's when this offense is at its best. But we're at a point right now with this New England offense, it, it reminds me a little bit, I was telling someone about this earlier today, this, the scene in Apollo 13 where they're like, okay, look, let's what works on this thing? You know, we're, we're, we're at a point with the New England offense where it's like, okay, look, here are the three or four things that they do well. And again, one of them is play action. I would expect them to try and build a passing game off of play action in Sunday's game against the Saints. So, look, you know, they're not where they want to be when it comes to, you know, the overall offensive execution. The other thing, too, to keep in mind here, we can blame Mac Jones for a lot of the offensive ills for this team. And, look, you know, that's life in the big city. The quarterback is, you know, he that's the reason, you know, he's on the cover of all the magazines and everything. So, um, but the offensive line – is really struggled with health. They haven't been right healthy really probably since the middle of the summer, late you know, late training camp. Uh, Cole Strange has been in and out of the lineup. Trent Brown has been in and out of the lineup. Um, Michael Winu has been in and out of the lineup, and they haven't been able to settle on anyone at right tackle. They've, they've circled through a bunch of guys. So Mac Jones has struggled, yes, but at the same time, 
the offensive line really to this point in the season has not done him any favors. You know what? It's quite amazing how similar our teams are struggling. Like you talk about offensive line play, quarterback play, same things that we're ailing from. Our offensive line, we do have the majority of our starters playing. The issue is they're not playing very well. And it's very concerning because this team been together uh, for some time. So they have synergy and chemistry from a, you know, from a year or so prior, but it was, it's just, un, it's just unbelievable to me that we're a month worth of games and they're, they still having issues opening up running lanes for our running backs to operate. Elvin Kamara, we got him back last game. It wasn't effective. We thought that he would help give us a spark and it didn't happen. So, the offensive line play is a big issue. We did have some issues injury-wise. Uh, uh, Cesar Ruiz, our starting right guard, had a concussion. He missed the game. Uh, Andrews Pete uh, had a concussion as well. He might end up missing this game, but we kind of get James Hurst. He was on the right side. We switch him back to the left, kind of playing musical chairs with these guys. But we still had – we uh, it's still shaky on Matt. I mean, on uh, uh, Derek Carr, excuse me. But Derek Carr is still, we still shaky. He was, they had the sprain, the AC sprain. They stuck him in there. I thought that was a big mistake. I thought we should have went with Jameis, but whatever. I think eventually, I think when we go through this week, I believe the reports come out Wednesday, but uh, the first reports of the week. But I, I don't know. I think the Saints are stubborn. What Dennis Allen is, I think he'll still go with, with Carr going into this matchup. So Let's take a look at it, Christopher. Here's some of the statistics we have on the screen for both our squads right here. And like I said, it's, it's, it's very interesting. Cars, numbers, you can see it right there. 80 of 124 for 763, two touchdowns and two picks. Not really nothing special. Uh, Jones, 93 of 146, 898, five touchdowns and four picks. And, of course, our top rushing back, running back is Taysom. 20 carries, a, a 101 through a month worth of football. Uh, Steve was uh, uh, your guy there, 60 carries at 164 and a touchdown. Chris Olavi's our top receiver and Hunter Henry, the tight end is your guys. So they got kind of a makeshift uh, injury report. They see P, uh, Pete we, Debo. I'll be assuming he'll be ready for our secondary. He's already we think he might be back And some of these team statistics as we hit upon it. Saints have a lot of top 10 statistics, top 11 statistics in terms of defense. But my goodness. When you start talking about the offense, 308.8 total yards, 221.3 through the air, and 87 and a half rushing. That's like 25th in the NFL of us rushing. And we're usually a pretty good rushing team and passing team. So it's kind of alien territory, foreign territory for us to be outside the top 15 in statistical uh, stats. And of course, you look at your side of things 332.3, 238.8 through the air, 93 and a half on the ground. And do you see your defense numbers uh, kind of similar to the Saints, to be honest with you, a few points uh, here or there defensively. So, uh, Christopher, kind of talk to me about, uh, you know, you, you mentioned a lot of stuff about the defense. You guys having problems and issues uh, there. Let's talk about some of these, these statistics in correlation to some of the personnel in terms of your offense and defensive staff, if you can choose to be. Because I know you guys, some, you guys got some of these groundbreaking or unknown players to us. That we that we have like a Rashid Shahid that you might not be familiar with. Uh, he's not a big brand name yet, but kind of talk to us and kind of educate us on some of the guys you believe will kind of help you guys make plays in this matchup. Well, I will say this, Q. You cover up the on those stats that you just put on the screen. You can cover up, I think, the logos, and you wouldn't know who is who. I, I, I think your point <laughs> is very well taken. 
that these two teams are very similar coming into this game statistically and also from a wins and losses perspective. We talked about, you know, the desire, and these are two teams who need a win in the worst possible way. You can see that, see on the screen the numbers certainly reflect that, not just the wins and losses, but the statistics across the board. Uh, look, really for me, the, the guys who might surprise on Sunday are on the defensive side of the ball, and part of that is because Judon is going to be out and Gonzalez is going to be out. This is a really good opportunity for some of the younger players that the Patriots have acquired over the last couple of years, either through free agency or the draft, to be able to assert themselves. They're going to have a real chance here to step up and make plays. One of the guys who I think has been very impressive as a part of a rotation up front, he hasn't gotten a whole lot of snaps, but when he's been in there, he's been impressive, is defensive end Keon White. And I would expect to see him in there uh, in place of Matthew Judon. Keon, big, tough, strong guy, able to hold up against the run. He can also get after the passer. We saw that a little bit in the preseason. He's going to be a guy who's going to have an opportunity to get really a significant bump in snaps come Sunday against the Saints. A couple other guys you want to you want to keep in mind here, Josh Uche, who had a tremendous year last year, over 10 sacks. I think he's going to be counted on to raise his game a little bit. He hasn't played, really, I don't think, to his potential over the course of the first four games, whether it's scheme, whether it's whatever the case may be. I think he's going to get a little bit more of an opportunity to get after the passer. I think he only has one sack through the first four games. Um, Anthony Jennings, uh, a linebacker, outside linebacker out of Alabama who's seen kind of been a part-time player over the last couple of years. He has an opportunity to make an impact on Sunday as well with Judon being out. And then in the secondary, replacing Christian Gonzalez, it's going to be interesting to see what the Patriots decide to do because they're going to have a couple of guys who could come back from injured reserve this week, whether it's Jack Jones. I don't think Marcus Jones is coming back, uh, but Jack Jones can be a guy who can step up and, and, and really contribute at the cornerback position. We saw an awful lot of him last year. He played very well. Uh, Jonathan Jones has been in and out of the lineup with an ankle issue. You get Jonathan Jones back and you get Jack Jones back, well, all of a sudden your secondary is looking a little bit better. But really for me, the guys who you know are going to be able to play on Sunday, Miles Bryant, who really struggled against the Cowboys. Miles Bryant's a really good fourth or fifth corner. He was covering C.D. Lamb on Sunday, and I think that's where some of the defensive breakdowns really came. Um, Sean Wade is going to be a guy who played a lot on Sunday and has an opportunity to make an impact as well. So, look, they lose these guys. They lose these very important guys, Judon and Gonzalez. But defensively, there are some guys who are kind of middle of the roster, back of the roster, who have an opportunity to really step forward and shine come Sunday against the Saints. Yeah, that that was fantastic. Let me ask you this, Christopher, because I know uh, it kind of educate us on the the Patriots in terms of what's the strength of this team? Is it the offense? Is it the defense? And then, of course, kind of enlighten us about the identity. What's the identity as well? That's a good question. I don't think they have identity right now, Q. It's it's interesting. You know, we, we always talk about teams trying to find their, you know, find their identity, you know, find what defines them, uh, you know, early in the season. I think right now, if I had to guess, I think that they're probably a defensive team, even without Judon and Gonzalez in there. It's a team that makes a lot of plays on the defensive end. They have a lot of really tough, smart, versatile defensive players. Probably the strength of that defense right now uh, is the secondary and specifically the group of safeties that they have. Kyle Duggar's having a really good year. Jabril Peppers is a guy who I think has a fascinating career arc. 
was at Michigan, and he was the man, and he was a big draft pick, and he came out part of a winless Browns team, that 0-16 team a few years ago. Maybe tore up his knee. I think he really kind of enjoys, uh, he, you know, he, he has a good veteran's perspective. He's he's really, he's been the guy who, since the retirement of Devin McCourty in the offseason, he stepped into that center fielder's role and played very, very well. So you have Duggar, you have Jabril Peppers, you have Adrian Wilson, a really smart veteran who really hasn't played a whole lot this year because the cornerbacks have played pretty well. And Jalen Mills, I think we might see more of Jalen Mills. You know, we, we talked about some of the younger guys who have an opportunity to step up. I think Jalen Mills, veteran hybrid defensive back, cornerback safety, good coverage skills. I think he might be unlocked come Sunday against the Saints, but really. Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. You know, I guess ultimately to answer the first part of your question, their strength is on the defensive side of the ball. Even though they gave up 38 points last week, a lot of that was because of Mac Jones's errors, uh, you know, the, the, the offensive turnovers, putting the defense really behind the eight ball when it came to field position. So, look, you know, the numbers might not necessarily bear it out, especially after last week, but I think really the strength of this team right now is on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and once again, that's another – Eerie similar thing that we have going on right here because the Saints spent a, a, a ridiculous amount of money on its offense, $150 million on a four-year contract with Derek Carr, who is a guy that Dennis Allen drafted when he was the Raiders coach. So we spent a lot of money there. Uh, we kind of reworked some deals, but we are not lacking any talent on the offense. And it's just really amazing to me how bad the Saints are. And, I, and I, at first – you know, you allow you you, you be kind of you you you're patient the first two to three weeks of the first week of NFL uh, first uh, month of NFL action because they don't play in the preseason uh, consistent enough to build a harmony or a rhythm or a synergy or whatnot whatnot. But coming into the you know the first month of football, you would think toward the the third to the fourth week of the first month of it, you start to see something. You start to see them gain an identity or some chemistry. That has not been the case, and, and, and really, obviously, to me and others, the Saints have regressed in terms of their offense, which is a bad omen for us, but good for you guys. Uh, some of the players that I really like from our team, the, uh, that some of the, the Patriots family members will, are probably for me, we, they know about Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, uh, Elvin Kamara, and those guys, but Rashid Shaheed is is phenomenal. He's a guy that does a lot for us, kick return, punt return duties. He's also he works the slot. Whatever we need him to do, he does it. Uh guys like uh Jawan Johnson, I call him the NFL's best kept secret. Uh there were comparisons to him and Darren Waller. I mean when he first started the Waller that, you know, the first couple of years Waller uh and what he could be for the team. He was he was banged up uh last week, but they expect him to play this week. So we have some people, of course, be familiar with tasting the utility knife, a guy that can also get wherever he needs to get on the field. He was ineffective in last week's matchup as well. We just didn't use him around. So you you guys are catching us. And I guess right now, like you mentioned, in you're a thousand percent uh, factual and on what you were saying about 
this is definitely a very important game for both teams because they really seriously need this win. But it's Bill Belichick, and it's on the road. We gotta we we gotta handle our business. So let me ask you this, Christopher: Give me keys to the keys to victory for the Patriots. What they need to do to win this game? I love this because I'm I'm writing about this uh, tomorrow, so we'll we'll get a preview. Right okay. Now. Uh, <laughs> really, really for this for this Patriots team, the first thing that comes to mind: they have to start fast. They can't afford a slow start. They have scored Q six points in the first quarter all season long. Not just six points, not averaging six points in the first quarter. They scored six points in the first quarter all season long. Now that has really set the tone for them. And in the the Eagles' loss and the, the the Dolphins' loss, those early deficits, they weren't able to make those up. They worked hard. You know, they they got within a you know a handful of yards, tying the game or going ahead late, but they just couldn't overcome that early deficit. Now, look, part of it also. You know, they, they, they were able to kind of do it against the Jets, but, you know, you know the Jets are the Jets, and so you take it with a grain of salt. And look, the same thing happened against the Cowboys, a slow start. They can't afford to start slow. The other thing we talked about before, they have to establish the run, not just to get quality yards on the ground and control the tempo of the game, but to set up play action. That really, for me, again, that's the best part of this offense is when they're able to execute play action successfully and that starts with moving the ball effectively in the early going. And then the third thing is, and look, I know it's a football cliche, but next man up. You've right. you lost a ton of guys here. Not a ton of guys, but you've lost some key guys on the defensive side of the ball. Now it's going to be on guys like Keon White and Anthony Jennings and Sean Wade and you know others to be able to kind of pick it up and run with it. One of the great things about the Patriots over the years, those middle-of-the-roster guys – I'm not talking about the Tom Brady's and the Rob Gronkowski's and the Julian Edelman's, but the middle of the roster guys, when someone would go down, they were competitive enough to keep this team in games and allow Brady to do his thing down the stretch. So this is a team that needs to regain a little bit of that old Patriots magic when it comes to relying on the middle of the roster guys. Wow. Yeah. uh, Listen, you say old Patriot magic. I I got, I kind of get, uh, a little scared there, man, because let me tell you something, man. We we can't have none of that magic happening here. It'll be, it'll be a very sad day uh, for the – it'll be a long road trip back. I mean, we've had some really tough losses as of late. Uh, we made two really medi- – I ain't going to say they're mediocre, but very normal quarterbacks, Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield, look really good. We haven't been able to get to them consistently over the last couple of games to get sacks. I think we had a sack in each one of those games. About time we ruffled their feathers, they were already in rhythm and making rhythm throws, and, every, and the offense was flowing. Defensively speaking right now, a lot of people's counting on our defense. Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, Tyron Matthew, Marshawn Lattimore, and we hopefully will get Paulson and Debo back, our other cornerback. With a lot, and another guy, uh, just to throw, you, you're quite aware of him, Christopher, is Alante Taylor, who's our, our slide guy. He's damn good. But, you know, we had some issues with our other slide guy, which is really our dime guy, Isaac Yidham, who just get he got cooked a couple of times in a couple of these games. He was, he was able to get an interception. But the Saints, my goodness, man, we just need to – I don't know what we need to do. We just need to go back to basics. We need to go back to fundamentals. And that, and I think we need to start there. So we'll see how, what, what they cook up here. But, my goodness, this is going to be a very important week for the Saints, man. And, of course – 
we'll see how it, on the road, Christopher. We need the running attack. We can't. We having issues running the ball. We have to establish. We have to play defense. We can't leave our defense, uh, you know, out there when Bill Belichick's going to do everything he can to take advantage of him. The guy is a genius at what he does and one of the best. And that's why I'm very leery going up there with the Saints and our inability to move the ball and score touchdowns. We, can't, we get in the red zone and we, you know, the card, uh, uh, I hate to use the card pun, car stalls out. So, I mean, it's just it's just fun yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a part of it. But let, let me ask you this, Christopher. What do you think about what I just said? And, and can you offer a – I don't know if you do score predictions, but uh, what do you think? I think New England wins the thing just barely. I, I, I am interested in one thing that we didn't talk about. Okay. Um, the, the, the New Orleans special teams coordinator yes. has really enjoyed a level of success against the Patriots in his previous stops. And I wonder how much, if at all, that's going to play into this game on Sunday. Because as you mentioned, these two teams are very similar in a lot of ways, both offensively and defensively. You know, the strength of the team, both teams is on the defensive side of the ball. There's some offensive questions, uh, you know, that still have to be answered even, you know, three, four games into the season here. I have a feeling this game has the possibility to turn on a big special teams play whether that is a blocked kick or a punt or a punt return or something along those lines. Um, I, I think New England's going to win this thing by like one or two points. I mean, literally, they, they may not even cover. We talked about the spread earlier. It's like one and a half. Right. Um, but I think the fact that the Patriots are at home, I think, figures into the conversation here. When you have two teams that are so similar, that are so in need of a victory, I think if this thing was in New Orleans – I, I would probably pick the Saints, but the fact that it's in New England, um, you know, I, I, I have to go New England just a little bit. But but that's one thing, you know, you talked about being leery about Bill Belichick and, you know, what, what he can do and how much of a genius he is. Right. I think New England, you're a little bit leery of what New Orleans is able to do, not just on defense, but on special teams. So I, I guess ultimately short answer to your question, I think New England wins this thing. I'm going to say like 21-20. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints are in this thing for like 59 minutes and 15 seconds. There was a game up here last year where uh, Marcus Jones won it on basically a walk-off punt return with no time left on the clock against the, against the Jets. I have a feeling, like I said, that, you know, this is going to come down to special teams. And I think the Patriots are a little bit leery, but I think New England's going to have just enough to come away with a win in this one. Yeah, at the... Uh... Well, I, you know, I don't want to hear that, but uh, I appreciate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your readers would love with like, yes, let's get yeah. back on Especially the plug. after last week. You know, I I pick I I fully admit to this. Full disclosure, I picked the Patriots to beat the Cowboys last week, so I'm eating a little bit of crow. You know, <laughs> this week up here, both online and in the newspaper. So you know, maybe it's not just a get right game for them, but it's a get right game for me too. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you're riding with the team, man. You're a diehard, man. You're a professional. So you got to ride. You, you live and die with the Patriots. I understand. Trust me, my friend. I've been doing this. I've been with the Saints, riding with Saints for over 30 years. So, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, yes, indeed. Hey, man, this is, hey, man, listen, this is, this is Christopher Price, man. You can understand the man is very intelligent, covering the, the, the Pats for 19 seasons with the Boston Globe. He's on the Believe Network. Hey, uh, Chris, please tell them where you can be found, my friend. Let them know your uh, your socials. You can read my stuff at bostonglobe.com. 
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at C Price Globe. That's C P R I C E G L O B E. Thank you very much for giving my Twitter feed a, a, a little love there. Um, you can also listen to me every week, me and former Patriots wide receiver Chris Hogan. We host the Patriots Report on the Believe Podcast Network. So you can find that. You can, you know, I, I have a link on my on my Twitter page, but it's it's a lot of fun covering this team, man. I'll say this, even after even what happened last week. The great thing is, as a reporter and a media member, and you can speak to this, it's never dull. This team is always interesting. There's always something to write about. It's never dull. It's always it's always fun. Hey, man, thank you for chiming in, man. And, and uh, it's going to be an exciting game, man. Y'all check out Christopher Price's uh, podcast and hit his Twitter up, man. He's, he do, he's, done, he's a true professional man, very intelligent about his pets, man. And we, we support guys that, that are true professionals and are serious about what they do. So, listen, that'll be the end of the stream. We'd like to thank Christopher Price for joining us on this episode of the show. Y'all feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button. And by all means, sharing is caring, man. That means share that link. Yeah. You want to say something, Chris? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm with you 100%, man. Hit that like button. All in, baby. I love it. Right. There you go. All right. So, y'all, thank y'all for being here. We're going to holler at y'all on the flip side. Chris, I hope everything works. We're going to have an entertaining game. I hope we win. I'm really kind of shaky on it. So I, I know for one thing, it's going to be an entertaining game in New England. So that, that's that's going without saying. I hear you, Q, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Hopefully we can hook this up sooner rather than later. Right. That we will, my friend. I'm going to contact you. Thank you. And y'all have a good one, and uh, bless you, and we'll see you later. Who that? I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like pissing, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. Lose all winning, I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network.
Still Standing is a podcast of hope. My name is Allie Patterson, and I am your host. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories from people who have encountered a living God and found help and hope in their real life. No matter what your life is like right now or what you think of God, I hope you hear stories like yours, and I hope you walk away thinking there's hope for me too. Everyone on this podcast would gladly say it's because of Jesus that I am still standing. Come find out why.